Hey, Adam. Yeah. How how deep can you be? Um, like a puddle. <laughs> a deep puddle? No. Oh. I'm Adam Manis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear Podcast. Daily jazz advice coming at you. Coming at you. Shout out to our sponsor today at the podcast. That's SoundSlice. Go to SoundSlice.com slash transcribe. Yes. Check it out. Amazing tool. Uh, I love going to the community. I know you like mixing it up in there and yep. seeing all the different transcriptions. It's a great way to learn. Yeah. Uh, and so we highly, highly recommend it. Yeah. It no, it's great. And they, they uh, a lot of the community members put up um, little, they call them slices on there. And they're like little segments of sort of like you know might be the best part of a tune or the best part of a solo just a little bit of a little bite of 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 information and inspiration for you and it's a great way to kind of get into the platform there's there's it goes very deep since we're talking about deep listening today the platform goes very deep but even as you're first learning it um you can really appreciate it and then you know go deep into the online on um, on screen in browser notational system and all the you know the the teacher facilities that it has as a user and and there's a lot there but uh check out the community because that's a great entry point i think very cool yeah uh, well today we're taking a question from an email you know we do do question we do do we do do questions uh from we emails. do potty humor apparently we do. <laughs> uh you can email our producer here yes andrew at openstudionetwork.com yes and you can send us a question. That would um, be cool. You can also go to open, uh, not open. You'll hear it. You'll hear it. Com and leave yep. us a question. Yep. Uh, also, you know, if you have a tune that you want to hear on the back end of our show, we yes. still do this. Yeah, so send do. your MP3 to Andrew. At we're open not doing it today because we didn't get any good ones. But yeah, if we very, get some more good ones, we'll do it. We had some great ones. We're discerning. Yeah, we are for discerning. Sure. Uh, but they've all been really good, actually. The ones that we played. The ones, of course. <laughs> <laughs> we're not gonna play some crap, man. Uh, we got quality here. So this, control. this question is from uh, David, David, and David asks, uh, Hi guys, I came across your podcast and the two-minute jazz videos last month, and I love the vibe. Wonder if some of your other listeners are like me. I was a high school musician, dropped, dropped it in college, and picked it up 25 years later. I played jazz piano in high school, but never learned jazz correctly because I'm classically trained. I know theory, and I can sight-read anything, but I only recently learned to listen and have trouble improvising lines in a melodic way. I work full-time, so I practice two to three times a week. My goal in the future would be to play a tr in a trio or mm. a small jazz combo. Yes, I know that means more practice time, but I'll have to be patient because of my other commitments. My question, what do you mean when you say listen deeply? I have an idea of what that is, but how do you actually listen? What do you listen for? Do you try to hear changes, chords, solo lines? Which do you listen for first? Mm. Sorry, that was all the first question. <laughs> Thanks, David. David, yeah, thank you, David Kissinger, grandson to uh, our secretary, former Secretary of State Henry Kissinger. No, we right? don't know that oh, for sure. That. Yeah, it's possible. Unbelievable. We fact. don't know that he's number not. nine here. <laughs> we don't know that he's not. We don't know that he's not. This is <laughs> um, a great question. We talk about listening a lot. Yes, and yeah, so yeah. we can definitely go into some some ways to listen. For yeah, sure. and I mean deep listening. I think we've made that distinction before, or, or maybe he heard it. From, uh, David heard it from somebody else, but I think we do, uh, you know, want to acknowledge and and really emphasize the difference between deep listening and just listening and the way that i can find you know to sort of explain that easiest maybe is that um deep listening is the way that a musician a practitioner of the craft of playing jazz music would listen to something as opposed to a fan mm. now 
I think that gets a little confusing because we are fans also. Sure. Maybe even first and foremost. Um, and so there's nothing wrong with listening as a fan, but you've got to do some deep listening as, you, you know, it's kind of like if you're a plumber, you can, you know, open up a, a, a underneath the sink. Anybody can open up and, and admire some beautiful work that's done with the piping or whatever. But a plumber's going to look at it and be like, wow, he's going to know the engineering behind it and why this was done and, and like look at it in a way that you or I wouldn't. Well, I don't know if you're a plumber. No, or you're going you're gonna to yeah. take it apart. Yeah, for sure. Take it apart. Yeah. And so I think that's the first thing is just sort of understanding what what and why we would want to listen deeply and then we can get into kind of how you do it and what it is yeah i mean a good way to go about this david is maybe to think about it like you are taking apart a machine and you're someone who works on this machine and so the first thing you do is look at it from an overview right yes. what's the overall sound because if mm -hmm. you're deep listening and you want to get deep chances are or at least this how it should be is you should be listening to something that strikes you yeah that you love and so the first thing that I listen to or that, that I'd pay attention to is, is like, wow, how, how do they get that overall sound? What is that overall sound? Yeah. What's going on to create the sound here that I love? Yeah. I think uh, that starts with everybody in the band having a similar uniform of overalls. Get it? Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and <laughs> good one. <laughs> no, but, uh, but then from there, like once you, once you kind of identify, okay, well this sounds um, moody or, you know, slow or airy or, or beautiful or happy, mm -hmm. whatever it is. Um, then you might think about like, okay, what instruments are making this sound? Yeah. How yeah. do they, how do they, how do they achieve that overall mood or vibe? Right? right. And just what, what's the instrumentation? Right. You know, that could be like the first way of breaking yeah. it down. You know, yeah. okay. I hear piano, I hear bass, I hear drums, I hear a trumpet, I hear a saxophone. Right. I don't hear a trombone. Thank goodness. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what I mean? So you start then breaking down the moving parts yep. uh, within what you're hearing. Now, you probably already know what the instrumentation is if you bought the CD and you see who, who's on it or whatever. So, right. But just, just be aware of that. Be aware of yep. what instruments are making that sound. No, I think that's very important because the, the next kind of levels of, of, of many of the things we're, I think we're going to say uh, kind of depend on you knowing who's playing mm. and then like how the instruments and the different um, positions interact with each other. Um, and then also just how individually sort of your instruments. So like, you know, we're a piano. So normally you're going to spend more time at a certain level kind of analyzing and listening and trying to do takeaways from the piano standpoint. But I think in order to be able to do that, you have to not only know all the other instruments that are playing, but know a little bit about why and how they're doing what they're doing so that when we, interact or want to analyze how a, a great pianist on a recording uh is interacting with those other instruments you know what's possible yeah you know and you then you know why certain things work you understand why certain conversations happen i think most you know recordings that that in the jazz world that we end up wanting to and, and also listening to deeply have generally so much great interaction mm. you know and then i would even say that yeah, I know people are thinking, well, what about solo piano? Even in solo piano, there's interaction with oneself. Of course. You know, yeah. Art Tatum, it's like a lot of different voices going on in things. And so that, as a listener, on that fan level, that top level that we started with, or bottom level, if we look at building up, um, the interaction is such an important thing. I mean, it's beautiful, it's moody, it's it's deconstructed, it's, it's uh, complex, it's painful, it's all the emotions that we know music can do. 
Um, it's so much more exciting when there's a group of one to 100 for sure putting that together and interacting it. And so like, I think a lot of the, the deep listening when we really get to deconstructing it is about seeing how a collective achieves the complexity of music Absolutely. And, and, and how that can be done. Absolutely. I mean, I, I was, as, as you were talking about this collective and, and what they're doing, you know, the, the first way to do this, you've identified the instruments, you hear the sound, you hear the collective is to isolate one of those instruments. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even have to be your instrument, right? but isolate the bass and listen to just what the bass player is doing. And then you can hear that in relation to the drums, in relation to the piano, in relation to the saxophone, or isolate uh, the, the piano and, and just hear how that pianist is interacting with everyone else. And that's sort of the first step, of, I think, really diving deep on something. Yeah, absolutely. Um, then I think, you know, once you get to a certain point of, of listening and look, all the, you know, deep listening, I think, involves repeatedly listening deep for sure. So but you cannot rely just on listening to something a lot. What will happen is when you listen to something over and over again, be it music or somebody saying something, um, anything that's repeated, like you'll start to sort of on an unconscious level, be able to identify patterns and memorize it or, or whatever. Things start popping out. Things start popping out. Yeah. But you but the deep part, like you could listen to something a thousand times to a recording and never listen to it deeply and you might think that you know it, but you don't really know it yeah. you know it as a fan that's what we're talking about that, that delineation between a fan and as an actual practitioner that's right so I think that you can actually attempt to do some of that deep listening right from the beginning but either way you're looking at a lot of repetition in it like and the way that you know you've listened to it enough um, not necessarily deeply enough but just enough paired with the deepness is when you can sing every part that's right you know and you can jump around and i think of like you know every drum hit that's about you know to every happen. drum hit yeah. right and not only do you know all the different individual parts you know sort of a progression of what's going on in that recording in terms of like what's important mm-hmm. um i mean not to say that there aren't two things or three things or five things important at the same time but there's always like that one thing that's kind of highlighted so it's like you can kind of sing along and bounce between the different instruments to a drum fill, to a, right. a hip bass line or whatever. Or he goes to the bell of the cymbal here yeah. and he puts in the mute or whatever. Yeah, yep. totally, totally. Yeah, and so then that's when you start to deconstruct it in a way that you really can focus in on that interaction and, and why people are playing things, not just that they're playing something great, but like why was it played? That's right. And then you can go into to even more granular levels. You start uh, with kind of deconstructing the form. Yeah. You know, is this the intro or is this part of the form? Is this the top of a chorus yeah. or an interlude? You know, these kinds of yeah. things. Here's the ending. They triple tag it or whatever it is you're listening for. And that's, I really think, is important. That's like the now you're getting to the nitty gritties yeah. of some analysis of like what's going on. And I love doing that kind of after you've listened to it deeply enough that you really know it. Yeah. But now you're like, okay, now I want to break it down. Right. You know, it's like I know my way around the building. Now let's pull the walls off and see how this bad boy is put together. Where the pipe's at. Yeah. 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 Um, and I think, you know, yeah, these things in terms of form, but like how what the what the actual construction of the form is, num- number of bars. Mm-hmm. Um, but then what is the harmonic form? What are the changes? Where are the changes would be you next? Know, yeah. Is that altered? And then the overall structure in terms of is there a segue? Is there a vamp? Is mm-hmm. there an intro? Is there or, you know, kind of what those things and those are all kind of finite less esoteric kind of things that you just learn you know yeah, this is nuts and bolts of what's of how that music is built yeah you're like looking at the schematics basically yeah, yeah and then you can go in of course deeper and should in terms of like 
each solo. So that like that'd be the overall form, yeah. and then how that's put together, and then you're kind of going more on the the smaller level. The solo architecture is next for me. Yeah. What I was thinking of of listening to how each soloist, or even just one particular soloist, is phrasing over this form. Yeah. Where are they putting the breaks? Yeah. How often are they playing? Are they getting busier as it goes on? Is it getting more intense, or are they kind of staying at a, a even keel or even? having a bit of an arc where it, where it dips at the end, you know, like all of those things are something that when I'm deep listening, I'm really thinking about and trying to hear yep. and trying to just absorb what they're doing, you know? Yeah, and I think that when you do that, when you're do, doing the solo architecture, this is a time, a part of deep listening where you may for a day or even several days, several sessions of listening, just listen to that one solo. For sure. Yeah, because you never want to totally, you know, divest it from the whole performance, but I think as you're studying it, it's good. Well, because it's not just about the soloist either. Once you kind of get the feeling of the, the solos, soloist phrases, and maybe you can sing the solo, yeah. now you have a chance to hear what the bass player is doing as right. the solo develops, hear what right. the pianist is doing as the solo develops. Here's what, here's what the drummer is adding as the soloist, you know, plays higher on the trumpet. The drummer adds this thing or this one phrase answers. Yeah. That's when you're starting to really get deep into, into the tune. Hence the name deep listening. That's right. Well, and I think too, you know, what you'll start to see David, um, is that in everybody that the better, you know, some part like say we're talking about the solo now so you really know the solo you can sing it you know some harmonic things you know some patterns that are going on the soul the architecture of the solo uh, you know on an entire level you kind of know what happens then don't stop there so as you're listening these other things should start to pop off in a way yeah you know like what the drummers are doing and stuff because now you don't have to just like you know the solo sure you don't even have to listen to it like it's there and you hear it but you can actually hear that while you're concentrating on something else and i know you asked about like what do you do listen for first i think on the solo level you listen to the solo first and once you really know that by that kind of deep listening and analysis of the architecture of the solo that you're going to find and, and look this all depends upon how difficult and complex and, and you know the that solo or that tune is but you try to start with some maybe simpler things not bad not lower skill level just simpler yeah. so that you can hear this stuff but but once you know that solo all the things that are happening in the other instruments should start to pop out in a way that you never heard before so true man whereas like your your fan listening you're listening to everything you're just catching the vibe and you know maybe you latch onto a little bit here or there but it's kind of like you know you're going to a restaurant and you know all these great flavors are coming but you're having fun and talking while you're eating and yeah, yeah. you know whereas like a chef is like really concentrating on like wait let me break down that one little celery thing with the salt and how is that interacting that's so and, good and that's that's the way we do this you know so i think um you know also he was asking about do you try to hear the changes chord soul lines i think for all those things that's within the context of what we're talking about yeah like you're breaking down the different sections first and then the solos and then what everybody else is doing as opposed to saying okay i'm going to go through and just listen for chords that everybody's playing yeah yeah and at a certain point too you're if you really want to get deep, you're going to have to take this to your instrument on some level. Yes. You know, if you really want to get inside the tune, you need to learn the tune. Right. Learn, learn, learn what the changes are. Learn the melody of whatever tune you're listening to. And then start transcribing. And you don't have to, I don't mean like transcribe every solo. You could just pick out those things that we were talking about that pop out. Right. You know, maybe there's a phrase that you're, gives you, you know, the jazz face. Right. You know what I'm talking about? Ooh. Ooh. Stank face. Stank face. Uh, just transcribe that. Figure that out. Yep. And now you have it. And yep. and if you know the changes, you know where to apply that to other situations, it's great. Yep. 
And we've got an ultimate tip coming on at the very end of the episode that I think we that folks can layer in with what we just said. This are we going to remember helpful. remember to do I've it got, this time? I just wrote it down this time. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm just making sure. Well, before we before we get to the ultimate tip, thank you, David, for the question. Yes. Uh, send your emails to Andrew at Open Studio Network. Thank you, grandfather, for his service to our country. Okay. We don't know that's the <laughs> truth or not. Uh, go to youllhearit.com to leave us a speak pipe. Go to soundslice.com slash transcribe to check out that amazing uh, transcription tool. Shout out to Soundslice, our sponsor. Yeah. Uh, don't forget, this week we just launched the Jazz Piano Jumpstart. This is a jazz piano course designed to take a novice jazz pianist to actually being able to play yes. some actual jazz piano. A verified neophyte. That's right. Yeah. We've got great things like guided practice routines and play-alongs. Yep. Uh, a workbook that is, by the way, free for the first 100 customers. That's right. Which maybe by today that might be well you can still try and it's also it's, it's 100 that's all we the can whole say. course is 77 bucks that's yeah. one of our cheapest courses ever that's right yeah. and it's a it's a very uh, regimented in terms of time it's not regimented I don't think in terms of style we're very flexible guys but it's seven weeks yep. taking you from the novice jazz piano to a master akin to Oscar Peterson yeah right. What, well, no. Okay. I mean, it's a, it's a scalpel. I just saw our promo. That's why I was thinking It's a about scalpel, that. not a machete. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. No, but we think folks are going to have fun. We're already getting feedback. I mean, people are already a couple days into the program, which is exciting well, for us. Because it's also on our new platform, which is lightning fast. Lightning fast. Yeah. It makes you learn fast. makes you think fast. That's right. makes you play fast. OpenStudioJazz.com. Go there. Check out the... Um, uh, jazz piano jumpstart. That's right. And the special, as long as it's still there, it's just, it's just going to give it to you. You don't need a coupon or anything. Yep. It'll give you the free workbook um, as long as you get there one of the first hundred people. So uh, do you remember the ultimate tip or did you forget? I do remember the ultimate okay, tip. Good. So this, we're talking about deep listening. So this is pattern recognition. That's the best way I can sort of say it. And what this means is like as you're doing all the things that we talked about and, and probably some other ones you hear from other folks that that um, you want to want to layer in, um, Find the places from the beginning as you're doing your deep listening mm -hmm. that are similar or different. And that's when we talk about patterns, that's really what that is. Pattern is something that's either repeated or not repeated, but it has some kind of connection. And I always think of the easiest way to think about that is maybe, you know, like the head at the beginning and the end. That's the simplest pattern in a mm -hmm. way. Um, so that one's easy to get. But there's other things on more the, the level of during a solo that people play. So normally, you, most people kind of push that to the back or don't even ever think about it. I want you thinking about that deeply as you go. So that means anything, a bass line, a, a, something at the beginning, in the middle of solo, anything that's repeated mm -hmm. or repeated a couple times, a rhythm, something the drummer does, something. Recognize those patterns because it's one of the biggest kind of um, you know triggers in our brains to get us to really remember something deeply mm -hmm. and to understand something deeply. So we do it on an intuitive level anyway, but if you can kind of recognize some of this in you know, deep listening, we're talking about being more conscious about our listening and everything, I think that'll help. So try to identify what those patterns are. Does that make sense or am I going No, it makes perfect sense. Deep? No, no, okay, perfectly deep. Yeah. I didn't know. Yeah. I don't want to go underwater. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like I said, I'm about as deep as a puddle, so pretty, pretty shallow up in here. Yeah. yeah. Well, till tomorrow. You'll hear it. Yeah.